0: It's time to play everybody's favorite game. Which crime is it? We give you a legal action and you try to guess which of the former president's many crimes it's related to. Yesterday, the FBI raided the former president's home in Palm Beach and removed multiple boxes of evidence. This action by the FBI is clearly related to one of the former president's many crimes. All you have to do is guess. Which crime is it? Tom, you're up. Pick the crime. No, it wasn't obstruction of justice. Bing, bing, bong, bong. You just have to pick the right crime he committed. Sexual assault, obstruction of justice, bribery, defying the United States, campaign finance, the Hatch Act, porn star hush money, Russian collusion, sexual misconduct, Ukraine blackmail, sedition, fake electors, attempted coup, tax evasion, charity scam, bank fraud, defamation, or removing classified documents. Violation of the Emoluments Clause, inciting a riot, witness tampering. Wow. We're gonna need a bigger board. While we address that, stay tuned for Can He Flush It?
1: It's Brittany Summers Talk radio with balls And big ones too
0: She's unforgettable Well he spends all day Thinking of new ways How he can own the lives The code of DeSantis Is different from Santa's He's yelling at your kids
1: This is ridiculous He's
0: Easily confused by how master used There ain't no Muslim him. Against CRT and LGBT staunchly anti acronym. It is a catchy song. He's staying busy threatening Disney. He hates those tasteless ducks. A real disgrace with a whole fan base of supporters who love nuts. A state that elects some real rejects between him and Ruby O. Every time around speaking looks like he's reaching for a pair of boobies. So, tell me why. Just for a gator high on me. Seriously, How the heck did y'all somehow downgrade
1: from Jim? Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, South Florida Talk, and Radio Pubic, among other platforms out there. Hi everybody, you are tuned in to the Brit Summer Show broadcasting live from a country where the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the DCCC, in all its wisdom, thinks it's a good idea to support Republican campaigns. Yeah, Sean Maloney, chair of the DCCC, seeing that he took in over $40 million in uh, donations for the upcoming midterm elections, he thought it would be a great idea. He thought... It would be brilliantly strategic to donate $425,000 to a congressional campaign in Michigan with a Republican who happened to have voted for the Trump impeachment, Meyer. And, uh, no, the DCCC saw fit to donate almost a half a million dollars to uh, this guy Gibb, who Trump endorsed. I'm not making that up. Among other campaigns, it wasn't the only one, but this was the most money they gave to this uh, John Gibbs, the only Gibb who can't sing. And, and of course, <laughs> the strategy behind it, that this idiot, Sean Maloney, who's full of baloney, uh, he, uh, he thinks that if you fund the campaign of the worst Republican candidate, the Democrat has a better chance of winning. Yeah, except for one thing. Uh, a half a million dollars would be a little more well-spent in campaign contributions for Democrats. Or if you want to get a little more revolutionary for this particular political party, how about reappropriating that kind of funding towards broadcast infrastructure? Hmm. No, not a chance. Not a chance. They complain about having to spend money on Governors' campaigns and uh, uh, local campaigns. They make a big simus out of spending money on television ads at all. But... And and forget anything on the radio. Forget that. No. Not this this particular political party. They just don't care. They don't care. DNC. Do not care. So instead, if you're a, a donor to the Democratic Party... You, you can rest assured that your funds will be immediately re- reappropriated over to the Republican opponent. You can count on that. Just ask uh, Sean Maloney, who's full of baloney, who sits there on MSNBC and says, quote, I am a gay man with a diverse family, and I know what I'm doing. Let me complete that sentence for you, Sean. I am a gay man with a diverse family who hates every one of them and wants to see him go down in flames. Especially the Democratic Party. We're Democrats. Where our primary goal in elections is to lose. To do everything we possibly can to lose elections. That's the Democratic Party. Yeah, and they did that in Texas, too. They gave that money to the uh, uh, anti-abortion right-wing dino in uh, Texas. But this guy here, Johnny Gibb, or Gibbs, or Gibby's Gin, he got himself a whole bunch of uh, Democratic donations. What I mean by that is when they write a check, the DCCC, that is, to uh, a campaign, that money they're writing a check on is yours. Is all of us Democrats who give to the DCCC, to the DNC. That's money given to them to help Democratic candidates win. They lost sight of that fact, I guess. Then will anything happen to this idiot, this moron, this gay man with a diverse family? Is anything going to happen to him? Will he get fired? No. Will he be shamed out of his uh, position, as he should be? No. Will he be forced to give that money back? Uh, No. No, you know what's going to happen? In the Democratic Party, when you do dumb, retarded shit like that, that means you're going to fail upwards. He'll get a promotion. they will probably make him head of the DNC. Who knows? Well, yeah, I got another show out this week for anybody wondering, I thought you weren't going to be here. Yeah, What's happened is, turns out I have time to put one out because I have to leave town for a few days for my mother. And then when I get back, I have a back operation. Now, here's the problem. I don't know what the uh, recovery time is for that. Now, it's outpatient. It'll be same day. But I don't know if I'll be able to move for a couple of weeks. I have no idea. So... Just to play it on the safe side, I felt it only fair to you, the listeners, to get another show out uh, before that all... Uh, whatever happens. And here, Here's what I wanted to get to last week, but I saved it for this show. For everyone outside of the Florida area, I would normally say that the content of this particular show <clears throat> would deal primarily with the local residents of Florida. But... This, this out-of-control maniac, this wild-eyed trallion, Mussolini wannabe, and, and in the same uh, physical condition, I might add, this otherwise monotone-speaking lump of boredom, Don Dion, the fascist, must be removed from office. And you can do it. My flawed listeners, you can do this if you know anybody in the villages, which is a long shot, but if you know anybody there, uh, please try to convince them that you have friends and loved ones who will probably be because of their lifestyle, because of their beliefs. It's could possibly, if he gets back in office, could possibly be incarcerated. Just, just for disagreeing. Yeah, real Victor Orban stuff. Do not disagree with the short, fat fuck up in Tallahassee. Do not disagree with him, or he will punish you. Don Dion thinks he's the punisher. Yeah, he's the punisher. He'll punish you if you don't agree. Not because of anything else. You will agree with what he has to say, or you will be sent to the gulag. That's the new Florida. And if that's what the villages want, well, you know something? They don't care in the villages. They got one foot in a grave anyway. They don't care what they leave their kids. Because I know they have extended families. But they're all from uh, the Midwest, and so their families don't live in Florida. They, they live in the Midwest. They're not. What do they care? They want to die and take Florida with them. That's what they want to do in the villages. Because it's really going to be up to them. <clears throat> The villages have become, in the last, I'd say, 10, 15 years, the deciding vote for statewide elections. And therein lies the problem. Because this douchebag uh, on top of the pile of underhanded, evil, and brutal well, actions that he's this is the latest in, in a big mountain of what he's and, and it's a good serves as a good example of what we have to look for. If this election goes south in November, is from Associated Press. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended the elected state prosecutor of Tampa on Thursday for pledging not to enforce the state's new 15-week abortion ban and for supporting gender transition treatments for minors. The Nazi fuck governor announced the suspension of Hillsborough County State Attorney Andrew Warren at a news conference in the county sheriff's office where he finds safety there. All the supporters. Are there. The uh, Florida Sheriff's Association, they, they support this guy. They love it. Zig <clears throat> uh, I'm going to read it in his voice. When you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, you have violated your duty. You have neglected your duty. And you are explaining a lack of competence to be able to perform those duties. DeSantis said to cheers. But naturally, he was in the sheriff's office spouting uh, his duty. (laughs) The suspension comes as DeSantis runs for re-election and builds his national profile as a potential 2024 Republican candidate, uh, though through near-constant criticism of liberal policies of abortion policing and uh, other culture war issues which is he's the one who's calling it a culture war and not just liberal policies it's it's liberties for everyone it's it's, uh, that statement alone is politicizing it it's just freedom for everyone to live and be and love who they want but that that, they've labeled that as a culture war because everybody's got to be middle-aged and white everybody else should be dead Warren, a Democrat, was elected state attorney by Hillsborough County voters in 2016 and in 2020. In a statement, Warren said, the people have the right to elect. We have that here with Moskowitz, a DeSantis appointee uh, that is sitting in any otherwise elected seat. Oh, I forgot about that because we got stupid Democrats out there saying the blue... No matter who, ta-ta-ta, bye-bye-bye, Well la well, la. Well. That's the dumbest fucking thing any Democrat can say. Yes, vote blue, but it certainly fucking matters who. Warren said the people have the right to elect their own leaders, not have them dictated by an aspiring asshole, he didn't say that, presidential candidate, who has shown time and time again, He feels accountable to no one. Very good statement, Andrew Warren. Thank you for that. So again, he just disagreed with him. Not to mention he was defending the Florida Constitution, which guarantees a woman's right to privacy. Still, as of, uh, I don't know, as of the recording of this show, that could change any second now. But it's still there. It was still there when he made the decision. He was following his oath of office according to the Constitution of Florida, but the, the Florida Constitution and the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all of this and all of that, that don't mean a diddly-squat shit to uh, the little general authoritarian, uh, the sadist. and DeSantis fires him for, for disagreeing. The same thing happened with the uh, Department of Health, the Department of Education. You just get rid if you don't agree, if you don't fall in line with this fucking dick hole tater, then you're gone. He wants absolute loyalty to him, not to the state of Florida, not to his constituents, just to this little pile of shit, DeSantis. It's all he wants from anybody. Absolute loyalty. Drop down on your knees and worship the ground he wobbles on. Him and his hand-ironed suits. He's still wearing them. with the, the, You can see the, the shiny outseam of the lapels. They're shiny. Because he has his wife iron his suits. Why? Because he's a grit. He's a stupid hick. Too stupid to know. You're supposed to send your suits out to the cleaners. And not have your wife iron them at home. You know, a, Har- a Harvard and Yale education doesn't apply if you don't use it. And he only uses it. To amplify himself as a stupid hick, because that's his base. Brainless, stupid, trailer shit hicks. But he's a stupid hick and he appeals to stupid hicks in Florida and the villages. The, all the stupid hicks there that marinate themselves in Fox News and nothing else. There's nothing else. They're just... they, they want women to be uh, just vessels for babies. These people are just hollow vessels. They are worth nothing at all. They just exist for fuckwads like Dion, the fascist. And then, yeah, and then you'll hear the pushback would be, well, you know, he's a very highly educated man, you know. He was a jag in the military. Yeah, he did all these things. Well... I'm certain he's proficient in certain litigation and how to get laws drafted and passed, but anything beyond that, he doesn't know how to dress himself, okay? You could say the same thing about Ted Raphael Cruz. He's highly educated, too. But does he act it? No. Does he talk like an educated man? No. Ted Cancun Cruz? You know, you could go through four, maybe eight years of college, and then for whatever reason... Just disregard it, whatever you learned, because there's something better than education, and that's your egomaniacal aspirations to be the god of everyone. Right, Ronnie? Right, little Dion, with the cameras pointed upwards towards the sky to make you look taller. You better hope to guy. And you know something I was saying about Gavin Newsom? Uh, although he's making all the overtures of doing it, but he he won't admit it. But if Gavin Newsom runs in 24, and if there was a debate between the two, uh, Dion would have to wear boots or uh, lifts in his shoes because uh, (laughs) he would dwarf him. But when you think about it, even if it's Biden, he would look like a dwarf next to Joe Biden. Although if it was Gavin Newsom in a debate with him, You wouldn't have to uh, suffer through the stumbling and the bumbling and the mumbling. But either one, really, up alongside a little short shit there, little fat squat. You know, you're going to have to do some uh, dieting, Ron, if you're going to be on the national stage. And another thing, you're going to have to take acting lessons because you're more boring than a dead toad. You're going to have to take charisma class. Oh, yeah. And another thing, Ron, uh, if you plan to run in 24 try to have a hit show on television for 10 years first because that's the only reason people ever voted for Trump the uh, hillbillies uh, before he had his TV show the hillbillies in the southern states that worship him as Jesus and all this they didn't know who he was before he had a hit TV show for 10 years that's the only reason they knew who that guy was you have a hit TV show Ron you have the type of personality and the style to pull one off Huh? How about that, Ron? I've seen, I've seen your videos. Hello. Hi. I'm Ron DeSantis, and we're going to show them libs. Uh, uh. Yeah. DeSantis on the national stage. He's going to have to take some uh, hardcore personality lessons because that's something he lacks. That's something you don't necessarily achieve uh, going to Harvard and Yale. You still got to learn how to have a personality. And he don't got one. No. Now there's a cabal of attorneys general from 22 states, spearheaded by none other than Ken Paxton in Tuchis, who is currently under indictment and has been under indictment for years now. Why? For being a dirty, double-dealing crook and an insane man. Well, that, I guess that's what qualifies him to be Attorney General of Texas. Uh, he drafted this letter that was signed by 21 other Republican-led states with the full endorsement of their governors, DeSantis being among them, saying that they do not want LGBTQ students eating food in school. No lunch. There will be no lunch for you. Ricardo! 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 GOP states sue for right to deny LGBTQ kids free lunch. Earlier this year, the Department of Agriculture's Food and Nutrition Service updated non-discrimination policies to cover sexual orientation and gender identity for the department's nutritional programs, including the National School Lunch Program. A coalition of 22 Republican-led states sued USDA this week to reverse the update. In the lawsuit, the states sought to assuage the court about their intentions. And I'm going to read it like uh, Mr. Personality. To be clear, the states don't deny benefits based on a household member's sexual orientation or gender identity. Well, that would be somewhat comforting if the states didn't have a but to add at the next sentence. But the states do challenge the unlawful and unnecessary new obligations and liabilities that the memorandum and final rule attempt to impose. Obligations that apparently stretch as far as extending sex-separated living facilities, athletics, and mandating the use of biologically inaccurate preferred pronouns. The states went on to say, "The USDA does not generally have authority over student athletics or programs. The agency told Politico last month, that it would only enforce the rule for discrimination that was directly tied to the school lunch program. The lawsuit itself is only the latest chapter in the GOP's legal war on LGBTQ rights at the state level. Indeed, in a separate battle, many of those same states also directly challenged the Biden administration's interpretation of Title IX. For those who don't otherwise know, Title IX is part of the Civil Rights Act that's supposed to protect transgender children. In the wake of a major Supreme Court ruling on LGBT rights two years ago, some legal conservatives have suggested that their primary concern is transgender athletes participating in girls' sports. But the USDA case shows how far some Republican-led states will go to resist any recognition of LGBTQ rights whatsoever. In 2020, the Supreme Court held in Bostock versus Clayton County That Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the flagship federal workplace discrimination law, also applies to gay and transgender workers. Title VII does not explicitly mention sexual orientation or gender identity, because they didn't back in 1965. But Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote for a six to three court that its ban against sex discrimination would logically apply for an employer to discriminate against employees for being homosexual or transgender. The employer must intentionally discriminate against individual men, in part because of sex. Now, now let me just fast forward here, because what, what this is all about, this lawsuit, uh, they want to overturn the 2015 decision of O'Bergenfeld, which protects same-sex marriages. And the standard way of doing things is you have to present a case before the Supreme Court for them to make a decision, although lately they seem to be making decisions all by themselves. Uh, But that's what this is. It's just a foot in the door to the Supreme Court, and that's what they're going to do. They want to eliminate uh, not not just medical assistance for transgender children, but they want to starve them to death. They don't want them to eat food. These fucking... Schutzstaffel, Nazi Republican motherfuckers. And you'll notice, if, if you ever, because they'll never go on any of the outside of uh, Fox News, but you ever see them, like on a talk show, <clears throat> and I don't watch Bill Maher anymore, but he, he loves to have them on there. You'll notice that the, uh, whoever it is, uh, politicians or punditry in favor of these fascist Nazi uh, ideals, is that uh, you'll notice that they, when they try to state their case, they'll always have a little grin. They'll have a little smile on their face. Yeah. And you know why they have that little, that little sardonic smile on their face? Because they know that what they're saying is bullshit. They know it is. But they don't care. Because their brainwashed masses want to hear more. They want more. And what the Republican right wants and Ronnie Dion DeSantis, all of them, what they were, these 22 governors, what they want and their constituents want, their Nazi constituency, what they want ultimately is everyone who does not look like them, walk like them or talk like them or is not the same color as them should be incarcerated or eliminated. They have and they won't say it. But they have their own version of the final solution. And it's not just, uh, targeting the Jewish population, no. These Nazi assholes, they're talking about everybody who doesn't look like them or is different than them in some way. Yeah. Yeah. If you add up, all of the Republican policies right now, which are very, very few, but if you add them up as much as you can, that's the equation. Final solution. No blacks, no gays, no Hispanics, no browns, no people of color, nobody of any other religion than Christianity. There's a Christian nation, they say, right? White Christian nationalism. There ain't no other religion that counts other than Christianity. Isn't that what they want? So what are they going to do with everybody who ain't? Well, that's why they're putting together these militias of smelly mugwumps together. Like the DeSantis Blackshirts that, oh, we're all going to be treated to in November. But that's what they want. A final solution. To eliminate everyone who is different in any other way than they are. And hope it stays that way because ultimately, in a society like that, one way or another, it does become them. But you know something, here's something I've learned in my travels as a trans woman. And I'm going to tell you the truth right here, ladies and gentlemen, the ones who accuse anybody in the LGBTQ community of being a, what do you call it? a groomer of young children, uh, uh, whatever it is, whatever they want to say, they're doing it. They're fucking doing it. They're the one. I don't want to mention Alex Jones by name, but what did they find in his text? What did they find in his files? Well, <laughs> I need a two-hour show to go over all of the moral, majority, good, Christian, uh, Jesus-loving, Republican, hypocritical assholes who accuse everybody else of the shit they do every fucking day. And if you don't believe me, go on those porn chats. Oh, I don't do it anymore, but I did when they first started. They're all Republicans. At the fetish parties. Which which I used to do, but I don't do it anymore. You know why? Because it's filled with Republicans. Who goes to fetish parties? Who locks themselves in a birdcage? Who has obscenities written all over his body uh, in grease paint and sitting at the bottom of the women's stalls to get piss and shit on? Republican judges. Republicans do this shit. And they're out there. It doesn't take much to find out what I'm saying is true. Not much at all. But they're the ones that accuse everybody else of what they do every fucking night. Pretty much at night. Oh, yeah. And another thing I can tell you, I don't date them anymore. I took them off my itinerary. If anybody's a Republican, you will not have a date with me. But there was a period of time when I didn't care. And if they were nice to me, I went out with them. But uh, this being a podcast and um, it's not on the air anymore, I can tell my audience that I've had more Republican men up my skirt than you can imagine. And then another thing... When it comes to oral sex, they're they're okay. Well, I've had better. I mean, uh, in their defense, at least they know where to put their mouth. <laughs> Republican men have a real problem sexually. They've been oppressed all their life. That's number one. So when they finally get a chance to break free and uh, experience their sexual passions that they've been wanting to to do all their lives, they they just quite don't know what to do. And that's why fetish parties, which are usually floating nightclub to nightclub once a month, that's why that serves as a release for all of their pent-up sexual tensions. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the absolute God's honest truth. So whenever you hear a Republican say, well, you know, these... uh," Gay people, they're recruiting kids and they're putting them into the sex slave trade. It's the shit they're doing. It's the shit they're doing. It is projectionism of the highest order. They project themselves onto you and onto me. Everything they accuse us of doing, they're fucking doing. Like transgenders in the bathroom, that was a big thing. You know, that was 2015. That was only nine years after the Larry Craig story broke. You see, they're the ones tapping their toes in the men's stalls, hoping someone will suck their cock, like Larry Craig. But nine years later, to saying, oh, it's trans women doing that. You know what? You know what turned the tide on those stupid, stupid Republican motherfuckers? You know what really spun their heads around? Trans men. And, you know, to this day, it would be trans men that would save this community. Because they just, the Republicans, they never heard of such a thing. They they just can't figure it out. Because even when you say about the ones that are Harvard educated or Yale educated or educated this, educated that. Ask a trans man to walk up to them, shake their hand. They, they'll freak out. They won't know what it is. They don't know what to do. And I, I, for one, want to thank the trans men. I remember when we had that 2015 anti-trans bathroom bill going on, it was the trans men that stopped the show. <laughs> they brought down the house. They had, there was no recourse to that. Well, how would you feel if there's a tranny in the women's room and your daughter's in there? You're going to hear this all the time. What if your daughter was in the women's room and a tranny walked in there? Or what are you going to do in the men's room and a tranny walks in there who looks like he could kick your ass? Yeah, what are you going to do? Like the song says... What are you going to do if you run into a trans man in the bathroom? Republicans?
2: Because
1: if there's anything Republican men like to do, it's to suck cock. And this I can tell you. I have the authority and the experience to share this with you. Before I purged all the Republican men from my inventory, which, by the way, I'm Really happy with the inventory I have right now. But back in the days when I, you know, just like going on dates, it happened without fail. That, and this is how you can tell. This is how you can tell a guy was Republican. Without fail. At the end of the evening, as he's pulling up his pants and, uh, buckling his belt, invariably, they all say the same thing. To be clear, I'm not gay, you know. And back then I was like, <laughs> okay, what you said, you know. <laughs> I just let it go. But yeah, to the man, to the Republican man, that's how they would end the evening. Just want to let you know, I'm not gay, you know. Yeah. And, and the thing that uh, Republican women like best is eating and getting fat. And smelling bad. Because that's another thing that I've never shared with the audience. Oh, yeah. I've been around since I've been in a life. I've seen many things. Oh, yeah. I've seen things. And one of those things is the uh, swinging couples. And you'll see that to this day. They have swinging couple sites. Again, I don't do this anymore. I did everything. But you know what? You burn out after a while and I burned out. Uh, And after a while, you know, you don't want to make sex boring. It becomes boring after a while. I wanted to keep on liking it, so I retired a lot of that part of my life. But yeah, I was in the swinging lifestyle. Not so much uh, swing clubs, although before the change, uh, I frequented swing clubs with my friend George Rodriguez because there were two, count them, two swing clubs that were highly valued sponsors <laughs> at the all-sports-formatted radio station we worked at. And we would do personal appearances there. And, and yeah, I, I did visit those. And, uh, and you know some had a great time. But I think Republican men go there just to eat the buffet. Uh, and then, years later, I got involved with kind of the swing thing. Because when, when you're a trans woman... Uh, they won't let you into swing clubs. That's a rule. You're not allowed in a private swing club. It doesn't have to do with money. It doesn't have to do with the couple saying anything about it. Uh, That's management's choice. uh, And I never really looked into why they discriminate against uh, transgendered, but uh, they do. I mean, they want all the liberties they want. And I support them on this uh, to operate as a swing club and they'll be left alone great uh but when it comes to the transgender community oh they don't want us around it's kind of like a reverse discrimination that uh, i don't get so it was online when i was in the uh swinging uh, days and i'm telling you something <laughs> it's the truth every one of those couples now that we got into any kind of uh, ideological uh, arguments or conversations, just you know. Just as it would occur in any polite conversation, anything generic, uh, you'll catch a passing commentary here and there. I mean, that tips you off. It's like, yeah. Or back then, they it was like, yeah, they're, they're Bush supporters. Yeah, that's what they are. But, they, you know... I, I know better that in a social situation such as that, you know, keep your mouth shut. And I did. But uh, I can report to you that the swinger couples out there, for the most part, Trumpers, Republicans, good, and especially good Jesus-loving Christians. Oh, yeah, yeah! And a lot of Catholics. Good
2: middle Christians. Trying to run our lives With red balls in their mouth on Friday nights Good little Christians Spewing their hate around And power grabbing for a new third Reich Good little Christians Brainwashing all their kids Grow up believing fairy tales are true Why do you have to pay?
3: Leave the way, they always told you
2: to. Big business needs checks from you. God's their marketing tool. Good little Christians, forgiven instantly. That's why they never have to tell the truth. Christians married to Stanford wives, they like to swap and swing in cheap hotels. Good little Christians protecting us from ourselves, from rings of fire in the depths of hell.
1: Yeah, that's right. White Christian nationalists, the most fucked up mutants you'll ever see, ever in your life, in the universe. You know, I like Marjorie Gangrene, who, uh, by the way, I, I do owe kind of an apology. Turns out, because <laughs> she was wearing sandals at CPAC, I got to see her feed clearly. Uh, all this time, I was saying six-toe Marjorie Gangrene. She actually has eight. Still an inbred freak, but I got the count wrong on her toes. <laughs> it's, it's there for her all to see. Like when she was praying in the cage at CPAC. CPAC, that, that's what, what was I saying earlier. About projectionism? Rick Scott, the slithery snake who keeps getting put back in office by the very people he fucked over with their Medicare that he stole Medicare funding from. They love him. Here's my social security number, Rick. You can steal from me again. (laughs) The villages, yeah. Yeah. He was at CPAC saying that the liberals, the progressives, the, the leftists in this country, are banning and burning books. Huh? What's General Shortshit doing up there in Tallahassee, the Tallahassee Nazi? By the way, the uh, group that is uh, uh, compiling the list of books to ban. I think another book they're going to ban is uh, New York on $5 a day. Uh, <laughs> Just because it simply isn't true anymore, and it must be burned. Uh, <laughs> that shadowy group is called the Moms for Liberty. Yes, yes, uh, but Mom, they, they like your moms with apple pie, and they're happy to bake you a nice apple pie and, and roast you a chicken, yes, sir. Sit yourself right down and have yourself some vittles. Mums for liberty. Actually, that's a rebranding. They used to be called daughters of the south. Yeah, there's there's one for you to look up. Oh, let's see. It's the female version of uh, something that rhymes with clan. Mums for liberty. They they really know how to name their Nazi organizations. They know how to make them sound patriotic and and wholesome. Uh, Too bad the Democrats don't have that kind of messaging or or that kind of uh, PR working for us. Well, you know, you'd have to pay for that. And that money is better spent sending it all to our Republican opponents. Isn't that right? John Maloney, who should not have his job anymore, head of the DCCC, should he be fired? Yes! Yes. Yes. And then you got to wonder at whose directive was he he doing that? Well, it can't be too hard to find out because we know who was endorsing the uh, non-progressive candidates, don't we? Don't we, Chuck and Nancy? Uh Uh-huh. It would be a good idea to divert those funds to our Republican opponents so this time when the Democrats run, we will lose. Thank you, and good night. My friends, it's my understanding that the pop culture industry is perpetrated by homosexual Jews. It was them who brought the tragedy of 9-11 upon us. God is angered by all who are not in the likeness of myself. All that's right is Christian and white. Now pull down your pants with me and pray. Dear Lord in heaven, help me find my penis. Thank you.
2: It's the Brit Summer Show.
1: You have the ride to vote. Round trip to your polling place and back. And it's free. With two-hour advance notification, our drivers will pick you up, wait for you to cast your vote, and take you home. Simply download the Ride to Share Vote mobile app or call 888-977-2250. For more information and service map for your area, visit ridesharetovote.com. That's one word, rideshare, numeral 2, vote.com.
3: Cruz now has a beef with Elmo. In response to a recent episode of Sesame Street in which Elmo reflects on his COVID vaccination, Ted
0: Cruz slammed the show for aggressively advocating for young kids' COVID vaccines. And now Elmo responds to Ted Cruz.
2: Everybody! Everybody, Snuffy, Big Bird! What is it? Come say what Elmo did. What have you done, Elmo? Elmo's about to clap back. Oh, this could get ugly. I love a good beef. Deadless buffoon, please to Cancun, Ted Cousin. <laughs> He's out alive, how about his wife, Ted Kusun? He once liked a porno tweet. Who
3: watches porn on Twitter? Might be that Zodiac queen. <laughs> Tea party boob, tin full of pubes, Ted Cruz song. He throws a dump, cooks meat with guns, Ted Cruz song. He thinks he snows
2: tomorrow.
1: We lost another giant this week, Olivia Newton John. And this is from the You Gotta Start Somewhere file. There she is from 1966. Okay, so it's not that good, but like I said, you gotta start somewhere, and this is Olivia Newton-John's demo from 1966, which should give you a pretty good idea of how long it actually takes for someone that talented to make it. Well, she, she was at a disadvantage. as uh, She was in Australia at the time. But that was a cover, actually, from uh, a Jackie DeShannon song a year earlier that also never charted or didn't do well. But yeah, it took another five years, it was 1971 was her first major hit here and she had mastered the art of being mellow.
3: If not for you, the winter would hold no spread.
1: This is the Brit Summer Show, and I want to thank all of my listeners now for contributing and supporting this show. And uh, real quick, because I want to get to his favorite request, the official sponsor and underwriter of this program, thank you, Ernie!
3: If not for you
1: Promised Ernie. I'm gonna to try to shoehorn this one in.
3: At your request. I have no pants on. I'm dancing in the nude right now. I'm shaking round the wonder worm. Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. It's waving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down. I shake my legs with my happy feet to make my button mushroom work. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody, take your pants off now. My wee wee's in motion. Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby, and let me show you how it works. Yeah. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now.
1: Putting my pants back on, you know, I'm not quite done with uh, Governor uh, Don the Demon. I'm going to see if I could squeeze this one in and still have time to finish the show. DeSanta citing a 1947 law on cross-dressing. Well, you'd have to define that. Seeks to revoke a restaurant's liquor license after a video surfaced of children attending a drag brunch. What are you going to do, Ron, about Netflix and Amazon and all those video platforms that have transgender or cross-dressing shows on there, namely uh, RuPaul, who I can't stand and is not transgender, just a gay man who dresses up, not quite the same thing as being trans. And in fact, he's even admitted it. He's not transgender, but don't tell the media that. They only know what they see. Yeah. otherwise it would mean you have to do work and research and they don't want to get involved with that. Oh, yeah, look, 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 that's uh, RuPaul. He's transgender. Let's let's settle on that. That's how the media thinks. What are you going to do? Have all that banned? What are you going to do? Go to California? What you call the enemy of uh, the United States, California? Those elitist uh, Silicon Valley hippie liberals out there, the woke ones, they're woke. Yeah, they're they're awake. We're awake. I'm awake. What are you saying? Go back to sleep? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Go into a coma and obey. That's the alternative. That's their alternative to woke. I'm tired of hearing about all this wokeness and woke that and woke that means you're awake, asshole. What the fuck? DeSantis has filed a complaint against a Miami restaurant that hosts a weekly drag brunch after children were seen at the event. According to The Hill, the video was posted at libs of TikTok, a right-wing social media account. Fuck TikTok. That's a Chinese app that I don't want in my phone. In the complaint obtained by the news organization, DeSantis alleged our house violated state law and cited a 1947 state Supreme Court ruling that Men impersonating women in a suggestive and indecent fashion is a public nuisance. How does that explain you, Ron? You're a public nuisance. And you're not dressed as a woman, but you're dressed as a slob. At a press conference on Wednesday, DeSantis said, The state's Department of Business and Professional Regulation conducted an investigation at the business and found that there were no minors there. No. But the bar had a, a children's menu. Drag shows have become a target of Republican lawmakers seeking to introduce anti-LGBTQ legislation, not only in the state of Florida, but across the country. In June, Florida Rep Tony Sabatini, we talked about him on this show, yeah, Tony fucking Sabatini, hey, hey, this guy, listen, I found out some more, he goes to fundraisers out of state. Yes. Yes. Why would he need out-of-state fundraisers to help his campaign in (laughs) Lake County, Florida? Which is home to none other than Howie in the Hills. That's a real place in Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Listening outside of Florida, we have a town here called Howie in the Hills. And that's who he represents, along with Claremont, unfortunately. It turns out he's not well-liked. Somehow he keeps getting in, though. Hey, baffan' ghoul, Tony Sabatini, you guinea wop bastard. When I'm Italian, I should know. Tony fucking Sabatini. Anyway, he tweeted that he would be proposing legislation that would make it a felony and terminate parental rights of any adult who brings a child into these perverted sex shows. Anthony Sabatini, you perverted Republican you. I'm certain if he was in my area... I would have gotten hit on by him, too, on the adult sites that I'm no longer on. There it is again, projectionism. How do you know what goes on at those shows? Sabatini, did you attend one? where there are perverted sex shows at the fetish party you attended? Probably in Tampa where they have a lot of them. The Hill reported that our house, which by the way, I have never heard of this place, Uh, Our house's liquor license could be revoked if the complaint is successful. Speaking with the Miami Herald, the restaurant said it was hoping to resolve the incident and called it a misunderstanding. Our house and DeSantis didn't immediately respond to the insiders. Okay, well, I can tell you the progress on this has not gone further than that uh, story. I don't know what they're up to now. I guess they're so busy focusing on the midterms and the goober notorial run that they're not paying too much attention to this, but this is a harbinger of things to come. What did I tell you on on uh, by like three or four shows ago? They're going to shut down not just gay run nightclubs or bars. They're going to shut down gay run establishments selling, I don't know, clothes and things. They have launched a total war. A, 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 I call it a culture war if you want against people who are not like them. And, I, and I'm familiar with that 1947 law. And by the way, the way you got around it in the 50s, 60s, and part of the 70s. And I, and I heard this from longtime transgender, you know, trans women that go way back. Uh, the older gals, you know. Uh, back then, in the 50s, 60s, and part of the 70s, a trans woman or <laughs> cross Here's the thing. If you're a cross-dresser, you're not on the road driving. Crossdressers don't drive. Unless they're going somewhere at night under the cloak of the nighttime. But you'll never see cross-dressers in the car driving. If there's anybody like me driving during the day in traffic at the red lights, at the gas station, they're trans. But back then, to be road legal, if you got pulled over, without going to jail, the state of Florida required, according to, that's the other part of this 1947 law, that you had to have a separate identification card saying that you are a licensed clown. Yeah, that's the part this article didn't get into. That's the other part of that law. You had to license yourself as a performing clown. And then if that was the case, then... Uh, You were perfectly legal, too. Dress that way. See what you learn when you listen to this show. Lucky for me, that lore has been changed, and my IDs are all pictures of me. But not to be outdone, I had my crack at uh, doing parodies of Olivia Newton-John songs. And this one in particular I had help with. I'll see you on the other side.
3: I got warrants, They're multiplying.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Brit Summer Show this week. I leave you with a little bit of good news that you probably already heard, but it's a great thing that uh, the Senate passed the Inflation Reduction Act. Although it's watered down, it's something. It's a little pinky toe in a door, which is more than you could say for Marjorie Gangrene. And with that, I draw to a close. Until the next time I see you here, because I don't know when that's going to be, only because my back will decide when I come back. (laughs) It's It's not a major, major thing. They're going to reconstruct a collapsed disc. So whatever is involved with that procedure, that's what will be happening to me. So again, the only thing I'm concerned with is recovery time. And uh, well, you'll know what I know. And by the way, my Facebook page is Boca Brittany Summers. And uh, if there's any announcements to be made pubically, I will be making them there. So until next time, and there will be a next time, very soon, I hope. This is Brit Summers saying. So until next time, and there will be a next time. Soon, I hope. This is Brit Summers asking the cable channel news media, the so-called professional journalists, the grizzled journalists out there. Uh, is Ukraine still a thing? I haven't mentioned it in a while. Just wondering.
2: you find the fun. It's around the Brett Summer Show!